Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Do you know where the afters is? <laughs> Okay, we're rolling. Wait, here we go. Tenzing. Tenzing. I should put that down. That was yeah. a good <laughs> I got it all. There we go. Lined up. Yeah, perfect. Oh, we didn't even get him pouring the tensing in the cup. That would have been. Ah, uh, yeah. Go on, pour it in now. So go, go. yeah, yeah. So it's like this. Is just we'll do a zoom in. Ooh, tensing. Oh, there's a fucking thing in the way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we tried. Uh, he was pouring it in. Cool. Right, we're here. What, Zach? Welcome to the afters. Thank you. Welcome, brother. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. How how are you? You good? Nervous. <laughs> bit nervous. <laughs> bit nervous. It's uh, all right. It's just us two. Uh, yeah. Generally, in front of cameras, a bit nervous, but uh, really good. Thank you. Wonderful. Good. Good. Yeah. Well, we know who you are. I obviously only met you in Amsterdam, yeah. but we know who you are. Yeah. But for those at home who don't, who the fuck are you? <laughs> um, so, uh, my name is Zach, and I am uh, an event manager. I'm a stage manager. I'm a booking agent. I'm a venue manager. Uh, and with regards to the industry, yeah, I think that's it. He's a, <laughs> he's a man of all trades. Uh. I'm a man of all trades. Yeah, yeah man. None at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So let's yeah. um yeah, let's 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 go back to the start, Zach. Yeah. You know, this is what everyone wants to hear. Yeah. How did um did you arrive in the music industry? Like, you know, where did it start, and what was the pivotal moment for you? And you mean just in getting introduced to the yeah, the just you know, yeah, just let's, yeah, let's go back to to you, like your where? first job in the industry. First job pull in that little, little bit to your face. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. Uh, first job in industry came from 93 Feet East. Okay. Which is not a bad place to start your Not career. at all, mate. Not at I all. I love that venue. Um, yeah. Actually came at a very interesting time in my life mm. uh, where I made a transition from the dance floor. Yeah. Actually got myself into a little bit of trouble from okay. <laughs> being on the dance floor. Okay. Turned into a social supplier, which didn't go very, very <laughs> well. <laughs> Something I haven't shared with anyone. But, okay. Um, and then... Yeah, there was a moment when 93 for East, you remember the period where it closed down? Yeah, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone's seen that video on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it closed down, and funny enough, that week, me and Reese, Laidlaw, yeah. were actually wanting to go that weekend to the 93 for East for the first time ever, and it shut down. So we uh, never got to experience okay. it. Nowhere. Um, and then it reopened, mm-hmm. and the owner refused, Tony, my yeah. mentor, and Daniele, my business partner now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they were the creative directors and the, and the bookers. 
So I started going every single weekend. Mm. I was like, oh, this is feeling good, you know? I, I knew everybody from the dance floor. Uh, never really, I was always on the Fuse dance floor as well. Mm. Never got to meet Tony before. Yeah. And yeah, just week after week, I thought they rec- I think they recognized I kept coming, you know? And then a conversation was struck. Um, Can you help us build a community here? And I was like, yeah, why not? I come every time anyway. So funny enough, after that conversation, I made a very ballsy decision to quit my job. <laughs> Just like that, on the spot. I, I mean, I f- it felt right. It felt yeah, good. Yeah, and I yeah. said to my girlfriend and my mum at the time, I said, look, you might have to support me for the next <laughs> few months, but I can feel something. Something's coming from this. You know, the energy's good. The, relate, the conversation was great. And I love the venue as mm. well. And how old were you when you did that then? When you made that decision? 25 okay 26 mm, mm, i'm an electrician by trade as well by the way ah, um, okay, yeah. and were you doing were you doing that then until that point i was doing that then until yeah, that yeah. point exactly um so i made a decision to quit my job um bold yeah, very, very bold very bold i started going to the venue every every single week i also started going into the venue for free not for free no one asked me to come in but i was just going into the office with my laptop open on the on the sofa i was just being <laughs> that that guy on the sofa doing nothing but also open to do anything yeah, yeah. um and I feel like Tony and the guys, they've, they've, they appreciated that as well. Mm. And I feel like, especially when you're starting off in this industry, I think what people look for is that hunger. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. absolutely. Above anything. Yeah. I have no qualifications at the end of yeah. the day. I had none at the time. Um, and I kind of just learned on the job. Mm. Um, one day, kept going, kept going. i never forget. I had not a single penny to my name. And I was in the car park of 93 Feet East, funny enough. And I got a phone call from Tony. At that exact moment, for the first time, I questioned what I was doing. Literally two minutes no before, way. I was like, am I making the right decisions here? Like, I've made a bold move. I've quit my job. I've asked for support, etc. That's all been gifted to me. It's been mm. amazing. But am I, is this all really f- worth it? And then two seconds later, I got a phone call. Can you come to the office, please? That's like, oh. Fate. Fate felt yeah, great. Yeah. I, felt, I went up there and um, sat me down. And they said, we're going to start a new in-house weekly event. We want you to be project manager. I was like, nearly crying. I was like, this is amazing. It's everything I've asked for. It's everything I've worked towards. It's all coming into light, you know? We're going to put you on a salary. I just said yes anyway. Bearing in mind, never wrote email in my life. Never used a spreadsheet in my life. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I was the booker, the marketing, the, uh, the project manager of the marketing team, the DJs, everything. And I had to just learn and fuck up on the job, basically. Yeah, mate. But from then on, um, went from there, made a lot of mistakes also learned a lot mm. um and then just within that role in, in, in the thing i just made myself you know active and anything was there was no no for me it was like can you do this yes can you do this yes before i knew it i was putting up the production by myself in the rain you know i was just going at it and just fucking giving everything that i possibly had at the time with mm. this opportunity and then one thing left from another with that relationship um you know they offered me an opportunity to fuse uh which again i'm so grateful for absolutely um one of the biggest brands in the world in our industry, essentially. And even just starting off being artist liaison, uh, stage manager, and then the the role kind of grew. It's still in that area now, you know, Mm. Um, one, just because I'm I'm busy in other places, but my loyalty is always with Fuse Mm. and Tony and Enzo and the guys, because they gave me an opportunity of a lifetime that not many people would be able to get. Absolutely. I've got a funny story about 93 Feet East and Fuse. <laughs> oh, I can kind of guess what <laughs> it's no, going to no, be involved. No, I mean, Here we no, go. No, no, <laughs> I just remembered then when I, when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, this I, I lived in, in South End and I used to have the... When I had hair, 
Uh, this, the <laughs> ages ago. Yeah. That's why he's wearing a scarf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not this topic again. Um, and I had the, the swift back here, and, I, and me and uh, my brother and mates were like, oh, we're going to go down to Fuse at 93 feet east. Yeah, so I rocked up a pair of fake Ray-Bans on, <laughs> my hair swift back up, and a polo shirt. And guess what happened? I'll turn away. I didn't get fucking into it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, funny right. enough, I used to get turned away from Fuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was like it was. It was brilliant because there was a moment of time. Obviously, when you're a new kid and yeah, on course. the rave scene, and yeah, that, yeah. You know, you're like you're getting about, and then I got turned away by probably the best door host in the world, Teresa. Yeah, of course. I love her now. Yeah. Um, we've got a beautiful relationship. She turned me away a couple of times, and I was like. What <laughs> 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 the fuck am I doing wrong? What am I wearing? Yeah. Who am I with? And then I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to turn up with the most popular kid in Fuse. Yeah. She can't say no. Yeah. no and then that's it. it. I did it. No. And you were there Starting for... Y- am I right in saying you were there for about four years? Is that 93? Yeah, 93. Uh, yeah, like four and a half years. And then the whole team changed and yeah. we decided to all... Uh, it, it came to a beautiful end. It came to an end where there was not, not much more we could do. Mm. Um, but again, so appreciative and grateful for that opportunity with 93 for east yeah absolutely. learned a lot and i feel like working there to st- at the start of my career has allowed me to now go to other places and it's a lot easier yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense yeah. um so yeah what was it sound sorry it, it just it, one thing that resonated with me quite a lot there mm. was the fact that you said you know you said you were really appreciative of, of the opportunity which yeah. obviously is is true but you you put the graft in mm. because you also made all those mistakes and you, you you said it straight afterward you said i made a lot of mistakes i also learned a lot yeah but you course. learn from the mistakes you and if you're not making the mistakes, mistakes you're not learning anything yeah i completely agree so you, you i believe every every lesson is a test you mm. know yeah. and it's only there to strengthen you yeah and there's something similar as well that a lot of people have been saying about you know that first journey in the industry is about just turning up being there so being important. seen Present. being a part of it yeah. and then getting picked up i used from to there. turn up on a monday in 93 for east on a rollover <laughs> uh, sweating my ass off <laughs> <laughs> and um my boss uh, tony he didn't mind it because he said at the end of the day this is your you this is why you're here you know yeah, the yeah, networker yeah. you go out you just, i want you to be after partying essentially but if you're gonna turn up to work on a monday actually show up <laughs> he, sent me, he sent me home a couple of times okay, okay um but yeah what what was your um like best memory in terms of an event at 93 feet east i would have to say my f- i actually know uh, Infuse. Um, oh, we'll go into this part of the, the, the story as well. Obviously, with the agency and and, and um, working closely with Laidlaw yeah, yeah. Uh, for many, many yeah, years. Top bloke, Reese. Uh, my probably my best memory was him playing Infuse uh, mm. for the first time ever. Bearing in mind, starting the journey together, then going into managing 93 for East. He's actually also a graphic designer. Oh, okay. So his job role in the office was a graphic designer, whilst I was a project manager, and then slowly eventually him playing for infuse mm. and then being in that 93 feet east um in that in that dance floor in that booth me managing it him working for the 93 like iconic and now also yeah. him playing for one of the our dream for the dream brand yeah, you know yeah, for course. one of the yeah, biggest yeah, brands yeah, in the world absolutely. that was a moment where i had tears yeah. yeah that's probably my favorite apart from my first shift at 93 feet east. Yeah. yeah yeah and that that came from um me just being in the office one weekend and Tony turned around to me and been like, what are you doing this weekend? It was actually my girlfriend's birthday. I was like, no, nothing. (laughs) 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 I told her this, but uh, I just said, no, nothing, nothing. I've got no plans whatsoever. And he just randomly was like, do you want to manage a club for me? Mm. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? 
got no plans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it was a stump after party. Remember stump? Yeah, yeah I remember stump. Yeah. Wicked party. Yeah, yeah. More to the minimal side, yeah, but yeah, absolutely amazing party. Yeah, yeah. Um, big up Thierry for that one. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was that. It was an after party. So it was a big thing. It was quite a big, sh- it was sold out. After party crowd can be a little bit, mm. little bit temperamental. You yeah, know how it is. Um, That's but a, that such a nice word to use for after party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is not a word I would use. I always just say it's the fucking freak. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the freaks that are left. Yeah, yeah. What a crack on. Yeah. I was one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So up, that, I was yeah. there. I was I'm, a freak. I'm still one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, cool. So yeah. like, how has that led on to where you are now, especially with the, with the agency? Um, so the a- agency actually started in the 93 for East office with, okay. with my best friend and my business partner, Daniele. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I, can, I wouldn't be where I am without that mm. guy, to be honest with you. And also Reese being there, funny enough, Laidlaw. Mm. He had a random request coming from, Ro- from Morocco one day. Oh. And he was just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Like, well, can you help me guys? We helped him. Got, we got a fee, he was fucking jumping up and down in the office like, yes. And then me and Daniele at the time were just like, I'm kind of like in talks with these artists, guiding them essentially. And mm. he was in talks with like your Casey's and your Coco's and as they were younger coming up. It's like, fuck it, let's just start an agency. And that's where we started the agency in the 93 for East office actually. And when was so that? When did you start that? Four years ago. Right, okay. About four years ago, yeah, four and a half years ago. Um, so that's my agency, mine, my Daniele and Reese's agency actually. So um, it was an organic, yeah. it was kind it of was an organic, super organic project. And just off the cuff is like, Morocco gig uh, agency, <laughs> and we just kind of done it, and we just kind of learned, and we're still learning, of course, every mm. single day. But yeah, we just grabbed it by the bollocks and kind of ran with it, and now we've created a beautiful roster, yeah, predominantly of young talent. I, it doesn't mean they all have to be young, but I mean it's, and it's kind of I really I'm really enjoying the the grassroots element and factor mm. of our agency and and working and having the beauty of BU Records as a uh, brand that is working very closely with FDTM. Yeah. Um, it's almost, it's a, a place where we also find talent um, from from the music side of things. Uh, Laidlaw and Just Jam, the owners of it, they've, they've, they're very good at finding new talent and working with new talent and, and guiding them um, through BU Records, yeah. which then also kind of passes over to FDTM. That's when, such a nice... When they're syn- ready, you know? Synergy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've got the two because yeah. they usually tend to be separate entities mm-hmm. completely. Yeah. When, I, when I was an artist, they didn't really connect where yeah. you, you've kind of got the whole thing from the the label right through to the agency. Exactly. Everything and in one sort of uh, ecosystem. It know? is an ecosystem essentially that the boys created and it's I've been lucky enough to be brought on, on board, especially be you now. I'm, I'm, I help organise and curate the, the, the events, uh, which is a, a role that's also growing. You know, we've got a massive year ahead of us this year, awesome. 2024. Um, and yeah, that's it with that. Cool, cool. So going back to like when you first started in the industry mm. to like now, how has your perception changed of, 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 of everything? Um, well, from when you start, I mean, all you see is a dance floor and people mm-hmm. dancing and lift their hands up and partying and... Uh, taking drugs and, and drinking and it's all fun and games you know it's, it's amazing it's a beautiful part of that journey mm. i think it's 
for me, m the most valuable experience I had was the dance floor. Mm. Um, and how old were you when you had that first real solid grooves? 18 years old. <laughs> really? Bricks and rooftop, actually. Was it? Wow. Big up my BB oh, and my yeah. one and my one. Come along with uh, that. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to Swedish house mafia before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was traveling around following the Swedish house mafia. <laughs> Man. Um, my perception on it, I think, I mean, you get you tend to once you get into it and start working in and amongst it, it's a very cutthroat industry. Mm. Um, and I do believe that us as a new generation, I say new generation, but my generation and the ones coming, I hope we can change it a little yeah. bit. Um, more so, like even as an agent, as a, a new agent, essentially, um, it can be quite, quite uh, cutthroat. <laughs> <laughs> is probably the best word to yeah. use for it. I I spoke to. Uh, my well i spoke to a manager who i knew who I used to know um and i haven't spoken in a little while and we we had a conversation just earlier today about the state of um the market in terms of, of bookings and how how art, how club promoters are, are kind of swaying towards artists who have potentially got a bigger following as opposed mm. to the level of the artist or the or the quality of the productions or whatever mm. and it, it it's to the to the point where artists that he was managing have decided to drop him because they weren't getting like the older artists mm. aren't getting as many shows and they want to keep that twenty percent. Yeah, and I was I didn't know any of this because obviously I'm out the loop now. Mm. We're out the loop, so we don't yeah. really see this. Yeah, but it's interesting to see that that you can see it if you look online. You can see the clubs are booking these artists who have got two hundred thousand followers mm. might only have like two tracks out. They aren't really that good. Yeah, yeah. Over the artist who's been around for fifteen years, who's got the accolades, list of accolades, mm -mm -mm -mm. but just can't sell the tickets. And it's what yeah. it's what sells tickets at the end of the day, isn't it? So it's bums it's on tough. seats. Bums on seats. People yeah. through the door. It is difficult. Tough. It is difficult. I mean, do, do you feel you've seen that change, especially with the social media, even like in the time that you've been in the industry? Yeah, I I do believe that, uh, so. And look. This, this TikTok craze right now, which again, if you're an artist right now, you have to kind of yeah, get yeah, you got to play the game, yeah, got to play the game, guys, right, man. man. Yeah, otherwise you get left behind. There's the thing: not everyone's comfortable behind the camera. Yeah, not everyone's comfortable with social media, but the ones who are, you can see, you know, yeah. you can see it. You can see the trajectory of their career. You can see how quick things are happening. Don't get me wrong. <coughs> excuse me. Also, looking at, uh, for example, a big one I say is like Tristan Dacuna, for example. Mm. 25 years later, he's the busiest he's ever been. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know this. He's one of my favorite DJs right yeah, now. He's one of the most yeah. entertaining music, just constantly. It just goes off every single time. Yeah, of course. But so. his journey, his story, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but as an artist, I know he's been around for a very, very, very long time. Mm. And he's had his highs and his lows, but he just stuck to his guns. You know, he stuck to his music. He stuck to what he believes in. And now, 25 years later, whatever, he's, he's now, you know, we're still just getting started, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I used to see Tristan in Leeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to go to uni mm. 2012, yeah. Yeah. 13, yeah. and Tristan DeCunet, brother, all those yeah, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rude Boys. And it, rude boys yeah, yeah. and it seems like they've come, it seems like he's come full circle, stuck full to his circle. guns, mm. not swayed, not started to go with the the kind of template track to, to kind of get no, traction, no. and now he's back around. I, I didn't know that. That's yeah, amazing man. here. Ballsy yeah, yeah. that as well Ballsy though, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's very it's the, it's like, day Yeah, even for me in that <laughs> short space of time that I was in, I was yeah. you know, I was always trying to fucking sway left and right yeah, sometimes, he, you know. Why so. I know he stuck to his guns and yeah, it's, fair it's play, paid man. off massively paid off for him. Fair play. Yeah. Yeah. So So, so in, in terms going back well, when we met in Amsterdam, yes. Obviously you've got a, a special place in your heart for Amsterdam, right? I do, yes. Yeah. Um 
yeah, I was so going from Fuse and 93 for East and, and doing my job, I believe, so doing it well. Mm. Um, open more doors. So I currently also travel around the world managing, help, helping manage festivals, uh, your Dimensions, your Houghtons, your BPMs, Costa Ricas, and just, just getting myself about, to be honest with you. And if that's one thing I can say to anyone, especially when you want to get in this industry, I really, if you're good with people, artist lays on the stage management, if you're trying to get your foot in the door, is great. Mm. Especially for me, my kind of, um, <coughs> my formula was, if I stage manage enough events, if I work at enough venues, I'm gonna meet all these artists. Not only that, I'm gonna meet the agents, I'm gonna meet the managers, I'm gonna meet the promoters. Mm. And also, so my main goal was to essentially provide opportunities for my roster. That is my kind of formula. Yeah. So if I know if I get about in the right in front of the right people at the right time, I can create a relationship. Mm. For an organic one, it's not just for gigs or anything like that, but it's something that I know if I'm in front of the right people, I can I can um, you know build a relationship and Absolutely. and and just work from that. And it's it's worked mm. essentially. So I got to a stage when 93 for East was um, having a switch up with the team, and I was just like, fuck it, I want to try something different. You know, maybe a different country or or something like that. Obviously, Brexit just came along, which kind of <laughs> slapped me in the face. Um, a lot of fuckers. For everyone. everyone. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> um, and I, I expressed my my feelings to one of my friends, um, Onome. She was the creative director of the program at a shelter at the time in Amsterdam. And she was just like, if you want to come over here, just let me know and I'll hire you straight away. So now my current situation, I go there once a month to manage the club. Uh, which shelter. Shelter, yeah. that is, yeah, yeah. which is for me aesthetically sound wise everything's things that i look for in a club it's got everything there for me and it was one of the reasons why i, just, I chose that club when i moved over there um so yeah that's just an ongoing relationship amazing, um, which amazing. is good which again it's just another thing to add to the cv which is yeah, great of course um and yeah just thoroughly enjoying amsterdam's a beautiful city as yeah, well yeah a little bit too small for me but it's beautiful yeah it's just <laughs> no, yeah like, like, like ad we talked about this a few times but shelter that was th that was the first time i think i've been out to an event since I left the industry. Trying to force alcohol down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Did it work? laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure you sure drink. you don't want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the first time I'd, I'd actually managed to go out and, and, and not drink, like, you know, since, nice. I, since I started my journey. And, and that was my first time at Shelter as well. And what what an amazing place it is as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's most important thing for me at any event is the sound. Yeah. Obviously, the team around it, but the, the sound is fundamental. Um, and that's one thing shelter has been built to be a club mm. and that's it yeah which i think you can the minute you step in there you can see it you can hear it and it sounds fucking great the function one in there is yeah, amazing really good um yeah have you got have you got any other strong connections with parties and brands over in amsterdam um a strong connect uh actually yeah one of the main reasons why i went to amsterdam was because of no art actually no art ah, yeah okay, um so. again very random just putting myself out there they announced they were doing a uk show and I messaged their UK partner and was like, who's managing the event for you? And his response was you. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazing. it wasn't an overall management of the event. I just did stage management for the main stage. Uh, okay. And um, the No Art crew loved what I did. So they started flying me out to Amsterdam to manage their <laughs> help manage their events as well. Amazing. Yeah. So then before I knew it, they flew me out to ADE, um, which was great. Again, this all just came from a, an Instagram post. Mm. Me just being proactive and being like, fucking get in there straight away before any other one. Yeah, before any yeah. Otherwise, just going to hire someone else. Yeah, of course. And I know that I do what I do very well, so why don't you just hire me? That was kind of my <laughs> my uh, my outlook on it, and it worked. Um, so from then, yeah, just going to Amsterdam through Noah, ah, essentially okay. 
Them boys are smacked it now. Uh, they're, <laughs> oh, they're, they're, an, they're an inspiration for me. Um, and I think every promoter right now should be, yeah. they should be one of the, the promoters that people are looking at. Yeah. Because the level of production, the team they have mm. is, is incredible. Mm -hmm. The way they work together. Yeah. You've got the artist, another, of course, yeah. huge, a huge part of the brand. But then you have the back end, you know, yeah. the production guy, the booker, the financial guy, everything. And it's, yeah. just, a, it's just a solid 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 foundation solid team uh, but i think that's what a lot of people don't see yeah everything else that goes into a brand like that as well do you know what i mean you don't uh, and all people see is ten thousand people there but they don't yeah know what sweat blood tears yeah, have gone yeah. into that so that's a brand that is close to my heart in that sense but obviously then you've got your slap funks the ogs and the bbx yeah, yeah, yeah. if there's a dance for that i'm going to be honest just with you on amsterdam's funk. just got oh. so many sick <laughs> sounds man it's just yeah what what, what the guys created fun. with slap funk is phenomenal yeah you know, the vibe uh yog and sylvester and julian and the guys and i don't know um big up to them guys one of the best dancers in the world if you ask me yeah especially at ad on a monday yeah yeah that's the one dance when the phone goes off yeah, <laughs> yeah. And me, me. that is the best after party is it period yeah. Yeah. i've ever been to and in my life samuel deep's got to be he's got to be the fastest dj out there have you seen like his marathon running wise you mean? Yeah, bro. <laughs> have you seen his marathon I you mean quickie play nah, mate, he's doing like he's like he's, he's running like a 220 marathon fuck off nah, yeah, yeah. Mate. yeah he, he's, came, he's, he came like 80th out of 16,000 people he's rapid bro. i thought you meant the bpm and he's dj no nah. <laughs> Am I missing something here? I was I'll like, where, where have I been? How quickly he's bringing the tracks here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a quick mix, the quickest mix ever. Yeah. Right, okay, I'm with you now. Yeah, sorry, you I know, I'll just, I'm yeah. just playing catch up. Yeah, yeah he's sorry. rapid, man. He's, he's running like 100k races, like ultra races as well, like like at like 650 pace or something. I don't know yeah. if I butchered that, but I see like me wow. and Liam are checking him out. He's very some fast. of the pace, yeah. He's and he's doing like 180 kilometer fucking walk run slash crazy, like, mate. Super athlete. Which yeah. is amazing. It's inspiring as well. Yeah, yeah. proper. Man. Goes to show the limits that you can. Well, not only that, but just like obviously you know now marathon training, like yeah. how much, how many miles you actually have to do, like on a weekly basis mm. to to be able to even run a fucking hundred k. Do you know what I mean? Let alone run a two twenty marathon. So to fit that in around everything else that he's got going on, is is pretty fucking incredible, man. It's inspiring. It's inspiring. Stuff. It's yeah. very, very inspiring. Coming back to that, though, talking about it being <coughs> inspiring, mate, we've only sat down for half an hour here, and I'm seeing a, a pattern, and you're quite humble in the way you say it. Mm. But every single step of this journey that you spoke about, you've put yourself out there. Mm. You've gone, you know, we went to 93 Feet East, and you sat in there, and you worked for free, and you got that call. Mm. And then you got asked to do the the few stuff, and all that, it's, and, and then the, the no art job that you got to, to manage the production there you've gone out and been proactive of course and we spoke to other artists we've had on here we've spoke to them and they've said the best thing you can do as an artist is be present mm. go to the clubs be in the booth meet the promoters be a be a punter and just be around it you don't have to be getting paid no just be around it and i find this is the, one of the big problems especially in this day and age people want to be paid for everything and, and from the off and they don't want yeah. it they don't want to put in the work they don't want to put in the work at the end of the day like I said, I had no experience. I just had the hunger and I just fucking really wanted to be involved. Mm. Um, and you have to be willing to work for free. Yeah. You have to, yeah. because you have to prove yourself. There's 10 people who have been doing it for 10 years, but you've been not doing fuck all and you want the job. What are you going to do? You know, mm. <laughs> they're not going to give you the job essentially over 10 people who have been had multiple years of experience. So the only way to do it is by offering your services yeah. and just showing, letting people know, you know, like, this is what I want to do, you know, be mm. assertive with it as well. Yeah. You know, you've got to be very direct with your approach, I feel, but also stay humble, like yeah. you said, you know. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You can tell that with the way you come yeah, across. Yeah. You you haven't picked yourself up once. You've just said, I've been proactive. I put it out there. Mm. I had the conversation. I reached out. Mm. It's all very proactive behavior. Yeah. And that obviously repetition, it, it kind of, it's a numbers game. Yeah, of course it is. You know? 100%. Yeah. Do, you, yeah. do, do you feel now, like, if, if you come back, like, how the scene has changed, do you know what I mean? Because mm. it, obviously there has been changes in there, especially with social media and stuff like that. Do you feel if you come back in now, you'd still be able to have the same organic flow that you did? Or do you think people coming in now would maybe have to change it up a little bit in terms of their approach? No, no. I, from my perspective, yeah. mm. as a, as a, as a s- someone who works in the industry, not yeah, an artist, yeah. Yeah. no. I think it's pretty. It's, it's a pretty simple formula, mm. I, f- I believe. I don't mm. think it's not actually rocket science either. Fucking hard work, isn't it? Just work your <laughs> yeah, graft. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, graft. Just man. be a grafter and be willing to do everything and anything you need to do to get to where you need yeah, to, in, within respect, within your boundaries, without pissing anyone off. Have no enemies in this fucking industry is one thing. I <laughs> one bit of advice because it can get very political yeah, very, very quickly, quickly. Yeah. Very, quickly. <laughs> very quickly there's one thing i used to say to people all the time and i get interviews when i was an artist and they go have you got any advice and i just say be fucking sound yeah i'd just say be that a good guy, just, just be, a good be person. sound it's so easy to be sound yeah just be sound mm. you don't need to have aggro you don't need to have arguments with people if you if you're sound it really people remember that i wish someone would give me that advice some people must have liked you nah, <laughs> nah it's just uh, cocaine <laughs> and uh, cocaine and ego mate that's what it was isn't it uh, you know what i mean yeah, it you gotta fucking, have that ego dip. yeah man <laughs> fuck me up but we, you know we, i mean we talked about that enough we did we just talked about before we come yeah my mom knows nice. now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, what do, what does the future hold for you then? Um, so, future wise, like the agency is my my baby, mm-hmm. our baby, me and my team. Um, it's growing, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Getting to a time now where you, it's got to keep going and keep. You know, you get to that stage, where you grow, you grow, you grow. You get to a point where it's getting busier, more attention on you. Now you have to continue that. Yeah, yeah. That snowball effect because as an agency as any business if you don't maintain that that snowball it can go wrong it's mm. going to all start to fizzle out whatever so we're in the, we're in the process of hiring new staff which is amazing, amazing. building Wicked, the team man. making f- ro- roles more permanent um, more full time because mm. it's been part time we didn't fucking pay ourselves for three and a half years you know yeah, of course. we just responded to emails and spoke to people and built relationships year after year after year until a point where we was lucky enough to start giving ourselves something, not a lot, but enough to keep us ticking, you know? Mm. Uh, so if, as an agency, just continue to look for new artists, new talent, grow the talent we have, um, which is also the 
most beautiful part of the process for me. Yeah. Um, is nurturing and guiding and and having built being in relationships that there's a lot there's not much pressure at the time as well, which I find with the young artists, which is also quite cool and mm. fun. When you have it, when it's full time, it's 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 game on or nothing yeah, essentially. Yeah, of course. When you have a young artist who's still studying or still like your wadders, for and example, ki- keen as well, keen as yeah, fuck. Yeah, but yeah. also, there's not much pressure, so it's like we can we can go with the flow here. We can put music out. We can take the right gigs. Mm. You don't have to take every gig. You know, we got a bit more control over it essentially. So good that for yeah. for, for the artist because because like you know like we were saying earlier like agencies now they just want people who are going to come on and make money from the fucking get-go in it exactly. and, and if not then they've got a roster of like fucking 100 other people as well so exactly. so as an up-and-coming artist like you know what a great opportunity that is, is to be able to it work is. with you you know somebody who's had as much experience in the industry of you and same with um daniel as well yeah like just coming in and, and, and being able to build that more naturally rather than having to you know just try and fucking power through so exactly um that's from an agency's perspective from myself, uh, event management, stage management wise, mm. um, I've actually come to a point where I think I told you already. I I went and done a personal training course. Yeah, yes, you um, did, boy. Nearly finished. Yeah. Got some stuff to do at home, um, which I'm going to continue with in the next couple of months, Amazing. months or so. Essentially, what I want to do is I feel like I've done my time stage managing. Don't take this literally, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. Stage managing, don't get hired anymore. Um, stage managing, event managing, and also like for me, I got to a stage for the first time where I was managing an event, and I looked at my watch, and I was like, "When's this over?" Uh, and that for me was like, moment. "Okay, this the moment." And I said to myself straight away, not immediately, but it's slowly. I, and I know I can give more. Yeah, you know. Um. So funny enough wanting to step down the route with the agency on the, uh, as my main thing, but helping people. Mm. Um, we already help people. We're already of service to people generally day to day with the artists, but to be of service in more of a way where it's going to impact their life yeah. health-wise, fitness-wise, yeah, yeah. yeah. because what tr- exercise done for me whilst working in this industry has, has changed my life. Mm. I mean, it's allowed me to maintain the, <laughs> the, the kind of consistency that I've been doing. You know, Yes, I go on benders. Yes, I party. But also work very hard, so it's it's managing all of those mm. those elements of this industry and, and what this industry is about. Um, but what exercise done for me, I would really like to. I do it already, but on a more professional tip yeah. and, and really impact people's lives, and especially artists in this industry, even people that work in this industry, mm. just getting them into a routine. Of, and it, I think I think right now what you find is people see exercises going to the gym. Gym is just a small a percentage, tiny yeah, percentage yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of training, mm. of uh, of exercise, and and to think, you know, what one hour of your day is four percent of your day or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, like numbers wise, it'd be silly not to do some form of exercise. So, yeah. would love to go on to be a coach of some sort. Mm. Um, again, something I'm working on. It's not happening right this second, but yeah, step away from the be having to be in the booth. Um, or in the venue for 12 hours. Done your time. I've done my time. <laughs> I feel like I've done my time. Yeah, yeah. I've earned my stripes, but also networked my ass off. Yeah, of course. So now anything that I put that into, I believe will be a success. For sure. Success if I put the time and effort into it. Yeah, and I think that's that's something very close to our um, yeah. our hearts now is that obviously the, you know, the exercise and mm-hmm. something that we, we probably could both agree, Jackie, that if we had got a hold of that whilst we was a part of the scene, mm. then maybe we wouldn't have had to leave so abruptly. So yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Like what do you do to look after your mental and physical health on a, on a regular <laughs> basis? Um, 
regular basis is just be honest it's just oh, 40 minutes of exercise a day mm -hmm. um that is my real basic day like basic form of uh <coughs> you know working on my mental and physical health um just recently actually yesterday started a new routine nice inspiration from yourself yeah um you know waking up meditating now in the mornings mm. uh stretching not for 10 minutes, maybe five. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Don't start, mate. 10 minutes. Maybe it's five. Got me on 10 minutes. It's got, <laughs> it's got, me it's well. got that yeah. video, yeah. man. Yeah, that, with that awful music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking EDM. Oh, it's so, so bad. So Mute. Sorry, uh, carry on. I've actually got my, my, my partner on it as well. It's been nice. Meditating, stretching, jogging, going for a run in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Running's always been in my life. Mm -hmm. I've had a very active, uh, from the age of seven to 16, I was training six times a day you know yeah. um so it's, it's always been in me i'm conditioned for it yeah um so yeah just really want to tap into the meditation side of things i've done it but it's just about being consistent with everything yeah absolutely it's about routine and it's about showing up every single day you know the whole waking up at 6 a.m it's not that early but it's still early for me and mm. it's like just fucking get up yeah just don't don't let that <laughs> yeah. don't, just don't press that snooze button mate yeah. Don't you dare press that snooze button because if you do that, it's going to go horribly wrong. Um, so past two days, it's only been two days, but I feel fucking great for it. Um, and I'm going to try and maintain this for the foreseeable. Mm. Um, that, that, that's interesting that, that you've you've always been um, into your fitness mm. because, I mean, from my perspective, and I know Sean, I mean, Sean, you actually did get into it because you were in the army. I right? was in the military. You were in the military, yeah, right? Yeah. I never was in the army, yeah. right? And I never did exercise past the age of 19 when I just started going to Sankey's, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for you, struggle, you, you never struggled with that demanding, because um, it is demanding on the body of and course. demanding on the mind. So if you were, if you've been running all this time and you know looking after yourself afterwards and making sure you get the jog in or get the food in and stuff, yeah. then that's probably also what's giving you that extra energy to be proactive. Mm. Agreed. I, I would say that's definitely I, I played a part for sure. All, it all plays a part. Yeah. It all comes together, you know, every piece of the pit of the puzzle. Yeah. It has to be locked in, you know? Yeah, I think as well, like, th what a lot of people don't see with fitness and exercise is it's actually the discipline that that creates mm. and then you're able to take that over to other areas of your life, you know? It's yeah. not just about, oh, I just, you know, have to go to the gym four times a week. It's like, well, that's a discipline that you're creating yeah. and then you take that and that's obviously shows with your work ethic that, you know, you've had, yes. to, you've had to have 100%. to get to where you are because yeah. of, like, the discipline that's been built in. It's the same with me, like, even though, you know, once I started my music career, I didn't do anything apart from fucking, you know, but you were, you were but disciplined. But yeah, because being. I was already had that discipline from when I was in the military and stuff like that. So I think subconsciously that that come into my career in terms of the work that I had to put in to get to where I was. And then I'm finding that again now with this new you know, venture that I've sort of gone into. So yeah. I do believe that. And I think that's definitely something that that people need to think about when they're starting, you know, this journey is like, well, you know, think about the discipline that creates yeah. and where you'll be able to take that. So do you see a difference in terms of the generations of like, obviously you work with a lot of up and coming artists mm -hmm. and then you obviously have worked with, you know, a lot of the, you know, top guys as well in, in yeah, the industry. Yeah. Do you see a difference of how the, the, the young guys are coming up now in terms of how they're thinking about the mental and physical health? Um, I do. Yes. I mean, it's not all the time. Sometimes, uh, what I find with a lot of the younger artists, it, it takes something like being out and getting a bit too fucked up whilst playing <laughs> for them to be like, shit, actually, this is not a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> but it's good because you catch it. You can, if you catch it at an early stage, which I find is more happening more mm. with the younger generation, if you catch that at an early stage, I think, yes, I'm seeing a difference in, in how people are looking at their careers from younger. 
maybe because they're around older people mm. and i feel like obviously for you guys i'm sure you've noticed as well a lot of the older generation now are actually kicking in and being like hold on a second fuck this i can't maintain this mm. um you know and i feel i don't know if that's just because i'm getting older but i definitely feel there's been a switch in this in our industry of more health awareness mm. uh, people being a little bit more tamer when they're out or, or when they're gigging consistently over the of some people doing fucking 10 gigs a week or something crazy yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. you can't physically maintain it unless you're doing some form of exercise unless you're looking after yourself but as for the new generation i mean i hope so mm. <laughs> i really do and, and again we're not it's not about i'm not here preaching saying don't do this don't do that but just look after yourselves man it's so fucking important and five years down the line you're going <coughs> to really feel it yeah and I really look and observe and look at your career and be like whoa hold on maybe if i don't get me wrong getting off your nut every now and then can give you some beautiful contacts mm. most of my relationships have built, been built up in a toilet cubicle yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> not like that but like that yeah no no, no. I, I get it no, i get no, it a lot no. of a lot of the friends mate we sat Seriously. here because of we we, we were <laughs> getting back to the dj yeah. Mag yeah, party, DJ you know that's yeah. the realness of it yeah. the industry yeah. it doesn't need to be completely drug fueled but no. yeah a lot of the time these relationships do come from those interactions yeah. you know and it's it's just the way it is but yeah oh. i hope i hope this new generation is going to really think about um their health yeah I, th I think it's more just about education, education do you know what i mean like exactly obviously it. not everyone who does drugs ends up as you know with a problem or addiction but mm. those that do mm. need to have either some support there or someone they can talk to or just be a bit more educated from like the older generation say yeah. look you know what i mean like this isn't necessarily going to happen but if you do keep getting too fucked up all the time mm. potentially you're going to find yourself 10 10 years down the line with a problem do you know exactly. what i mean so um, the, the, I think there's definitely been uh, not just speaking about our industry um, or our old industry, mm. your current industry, but I think there's been a cultural shift <coughs> in yeah. health and sobriety. Yeah, sobriety is cool now. It's massive. It's yeah. very cool. Pe That's people, a very good way to put it. Actually, people go out and they don't want to drink and they all almost boast about it. Yeah, I've been sober for years. <laughs> yeah. I, I did it, and yeah. I, you know, um, I don't, I don't now. But I, I, if people do ask, I, I do say I don't drink nowhere near as much. I had a couple of blips actually I, I had i saw you and i had my little trip up last year in november jump it, sheds yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you actually gave me one of your drinks because you had four <laughs> oh, shut up man your mom's out. watching <laughs> like, do you want, do you want that? what is it yeah pint of yeah um, no of. but there's definitely been a cultural shift in the last year i think or maybe even two where kids or young young'uns are coming out and they're they're not drinking mm. and it is cool now to, yeah. to, to to be sober so i hope that i hope that continues mm. and, I, and i think that will definitely have a um, an effect on on the clubber as well i mean the thing is the industry is built upon drink and drugs let's yeah. be honest the dance yeah, music yeah, industry it is, is it, it, it's an empire built on 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 not being sober yeah so I mean, be, it's interesting to see how how it will go in the future but yeah, we'll see. We'll and if everyone's sober, they'd have to end the party at like one o'clock. Yeah, there'll be no, there'll be <laughs> no parties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Their parties only. Like <laughs> 9.30, yeah, straight yeah. to the kebab shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what, what about um, away from music? Yeah. Um, we spoke a lot about your career and you're coming through the industry. What do you do for fun? You got any other hobbies apart from just Question. grafting your fucking ass off? Um, <laughs> something I really wanted to tap back into recently. Um, I... Just training is really my my getaway. Is my hobby. I play football occasionally. No, I mean I would say I'm quite good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still alright, um, which is just fun. Um, but 
it's something I've been thinking about a lot recently and it's something I definitely want to connect with again and tap into is just that little breakaway of uh, alone or time or, or with as a team teams team hobbies are great but yeah just training at the minute if I'm really honest yeah. <laughs> there's not not much going on apart from working being present yeah, and yeah. exercising keeping and keeping busy yeah uh, right now I think it's it's a very important time in my career my life these next uh, every year is important uh, I mean there's no it's never too late or you know but I'm in that period of time where it's like right these this we need to get it let's get it right mm. let's solidify things let's let's get everything into into order and then yeah just go from there really nice yeah nice well um we're coming to the 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 close which is my favorite question yeah <laughs> here we go well zach you know that the name of the afters <laughs> is the afters <laughs> so we want to know your maddest afters story or oh, one of because oh, i'm i know you've got we're expecting a good one here, bro you can take take us. Yeah, it's, it's hard this because we said this before. It's like yeah. the afters you don't remember fuck all because yeah. you're not <laughs> so mashed up I mean, in it. Yeah, so. but, I mean, yeah, exactly. You're there for three days, but yeah. you leave. You just want to fucking run away as fast as possible. After <laughs> 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 story. Oh, just mad parties yeah, or anything yeah. that's happened. We had Huxley say that he was baptized at a student afters. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, someone said he was that's a priest. Be very, and he... very hard to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, that's it's not a competition, boys. <laughs> this isn't a competition. Um, I mean, uh, we used to do stupid shit at Dawn, for example. Oh, I love Dawn. Dawn was epic, love man. Dawn. Down here, downstairs, downstairs from here. Downstairs yeah. from here. That's why I'm going to say it. It's nothing crazy, but. Just stupid shit, just enter for entertainment. Like uh, Dawn used to in the smoking area used to have like this jacuzzi. I don't even know think people know many people knew it was there. <laughs> yeah. But it was just where, there. Where, where was it? In where? the corner near the entrance. I never ever right, saw it. You came in on the right hand side. Right. Just this empty pool of water. Oh <laughs> yeah, like, it was never changed, it was never clean. <laughs> but just for just being shit bags, obviously, as we were. Um and for some entertainment because in Dawn, I'm not sure if you remember, we just always fit in a smoking area. Yeah. We used to wait for BB to play that track or, or Left Wing and Cody to play that track that we knew that resonated with us. We just run into the to do a little dance, little shuffle and fuck off. <laughs> that was literally the yeah, routine yeah, yeah, every yeah. single time. We used to like all chip in and like, right, how much do we have to pay someone to jump in the jacuzzi? <laughs> and literally every single Sunday, because I used to go every Sunday, it was church. church. I wasn't the orchestrator. Yeah. I was definitely involved. <laughs> uh, and we used to just round up money. Sometimes you're getting like a hundred quid and there would just be this one guy in his denim jeans and his fucking <laughs> polo t-shirt. Mm -hmm. like, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And every single week, Every Someone week. would be bombing in that pool in that jacuzzi. That's fucking awesome. That's, that's gonna great, be. Huh? Yeah. That's min. Yeah. I wish you I had the bollocks to take the money and be like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking do it. That's gonna be a hangover that way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Why the fuck am I all wet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you dry off. You dry off quickly in dawn anyway. Yeah, yeah you work right, six yeah, minutes. Yeah. Wet box. <laughs> right. Well, brother, thank no, you so much for coming down and uh, sharing your yes, story. Appreciate uh, it. Excited to see how your journey plans out. As Thanks this is just just the start. It's and been a pleasure. Uh, Big up to you guys for what you're doing. I yeah. really appreciate you having me on. Thank you, bro. It's a very beautiful space to have an open conversation. Yes, Thanks, man. man. Nice I appreciate you. Thank you, man. Nice bomb. Big up. Thank you, boy. Nice bomb. Does anybody know where the afters is? 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.